3: Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Chris Jones, A.J. Brown, the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona this Sunday. I can't wait. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by Dr. Kirk Jeffries. If you need cataract surgery, you want to go to Eye Care Professionals and see Dr. Kirk Jeffries. And his team, two locations on Lakeland Drive. Jackson, Flowood, Bellmeat, Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. I'm pulling for the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Salty Blake is pulling for Patrick Mahomesy, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Willie Gay, among others, on the Kansas City Chiefs football team, who Rob J loves him some Kansas City Chiefs has always been a fan there. So I'm that's cool.
4: I'm cheering for the good
3: good side. You're cheering for the bad guys, and I'm wearing a New Orleans Saints pullover. So if you watch the show at 9:30, we'll be back. We were just on YouTube Live. Uh, our channel is Out of Bound Sports, and we were interviewing Mike D'Antilier. We'll have Chris Jans at, uh, well, yeah, Chris Jans at 9.30. Blake, I may have to send a text here in just a second, and you may have to take over for a few seconds. Get but that. Chris Jans at 9.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And I don't know if Jans is going to have enough time to watch the Super Bowl. They'll play in Fayetteville. They'll fly back and then um i'm sure they'll have a practice yeah he'll probably let the players do that so they they've got all day sunday to do a you know you're you're in season you've been practicing like crazy you're not doing two and a half hour type stuff so
4: can't miss the super bowl no
3: yeah drop an hour practice shoot around start to get ready for kentucky but yeah but let the let you're right let the players go watch the chiefs yeah. and the eagles I'm pulling for the Eagles and A.J. Brown and big play, Slay, baby. Ugh. Big play, Slay. Mm, mm, mm. Um, it will be interesting to see which Mississippi player has the biggest impact.
4: That's, the a, biggest that's a
3: great point. Will it be A.J. Chris Jones was the biggest impact guy in the AFC-NFC championship games. He was the MVP uh, of the weekend. He was the MVP of the game. Uh, people gravitated towards Mahomes. That's fine. He's the quarterback. He's the star. Chris Jones dominated the field, tilted the field, was worth every bit of that money that they gave him. Yep. Uh, if he gets revved up again, the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line is much better than the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. So Chris will have his hands full to get loose that much. Uh, but Blake makes a good point. Will A.J. Brown make an incredible catch? Mm-hmm. Will, uh, will Fletcher Cox do something crazy? Will big play Slay have a uh, pass, a PBU? Will he have a pick? You know, these are things that um, if, if, if God forbid, Jalen Hurts takes a shot, will Gardner Minshew come in and and convert a few Ooh. first downs and they kick a field goal and it's Panama? You know, who knows? There could be any number of storylines with yep. all these guys.
2: Yep.
4: So that'll be always – I think that's interesting because we've never had – I don't – never might not be the right word. Very rarely have we had such a plethora of high-profile players that were connected to the state of Mississippi in the big game. So – It'll be exciting to see, from yeah. from a from that perspective, each of them do well. I'm, I wish Fletcher and Darius and AJ all the best. I hope they lose. <laughs>
3: it's, uh, like, it's like I say. I uh, was on Fanatics yesterday, and uh, I want to pull over just like this one. It's real yeah. thin that the guys gave us when we yeah. were out at the NFL draft with the Philadelphia Eagles logo because big play Slay is my guy. um, And, you know, he has a, a beautiful wife and so on. So, and and I like, you know, the fact that it kind of, you get a little upset about it. You get a little salty, Blake, about the Eagles.
4: Well, they're a rival. Why would I not? Why would I want, again, I don't understand this premise. Why would I want someone who's my rival to do well in anything? Like, regardless of the sport or the business, why would you want someone who's competing against you to do well or do better than you?
3: Before I send this text real quick, and I'm gonna need about ten seconds. Do you think Tom Brady? I just want to think about this real quick. Tom Brady has been playing in the NFL since he was twenty two years old. Correct. He's forty five. Yeah. So I mean, that is a lot that is a big chunk of your life. It's over half, actually. Okay. He has played on this weekend ten times, Blake? I believe that's correct. Seven okay. and three. Seven and three. Uh, which is unprecedented remarkable, amazing, whatever. I think we may be surprised at this, but I'm going to ask you this before I send this text because I got to make sure Jans is coming on. Do you think it's for sure he's watching the Super Bowl? No. I would not be surprised if he's on a beach, on a boat, on on the golf course, somewhere... Doing something else.
4: I'd actually say that it's probably more likely he would watch this one than any of the ones previous to this that he okay. wasn't in, right? Because I bet when he was still coming back and playing, it was even more competitive edge of okay. not watching who was in the Super Bowl.
3: Okay. I wonder, and if he is watching, will will we know? And will he drop a tweet or two? Right. He's going to be a color analyst for Fox for thirty six million a year. Interesting, All right, boy. I mean- you, you wonder if
4: QBs are worth thirteen million or. Analysts worth $36 million. <laughs> I know. It's a whole different Fox discussion. Fox is just
3: forking it over. Of course, yeah. that's chump change for them. Right. Uh, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake?
4: Yes. Um, while you text in the section, I didn't want to say, you know I'm a big fan of Bulldog Burger and uh, love all the stuff they did. I used to work at Bulldog Burger. They're having something awesome It's right up our alley. Whiskey 61, y'all lifestyle. It's the tap takeover. So it's today and Wednesday, Tuesday, today, and Wednesday. The tap takeover at Bulldog Burger on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. You can check it out. They're going to have Good People Brewing Company. It's a Mexican-style lager, one of Alabama's best-selling IPAs, the Good People Brewing Company, today and tomorrow at Bulldog Burger on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. And you can uh, get your first beer on Bulldog Burger, Good People, and uh, the Out of Bounds show. So you can go check it out right now. Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland.
3: All right. We are on with Jans. Okay. We are on with Jans at 9.30. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Chris Jans will be on the show at 9.30. Um, Head basketball coach for Mississippi State. Jans has won three in a row, Blake. TCU, South Carolina, and Missouri. And they host LSU tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Tolu Smith needs to continue to play really well. And they're getting some help at the... uh, on the perimeter with the guards. And everybody's, you know, all hot and bothered over that, and they should be. And more than the crew are play- Even DJ Jeffries got into the scoring um, the last game. So You ready to book them? March Madness when they win
2: tomorrow I'm night? Not. I'm oh. not.
3: But I will tell you this. Um, if they win tomorrow, man, when I'm telling you that Arkansas game gets real and, and funky and fun and and eyeballs on the screen uh, it is again extremely difficult to, to to win up there. it has been for 40 years from 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 Eddie Sutton to Nolan Richardson I know they went through a tough time but they got it going on now again so uh, we will see how that looks in the hump tomorrow night. At eight o'clock, and Chris Jans is on a three-game winning streak. If he wins that game, it makes Arkansas just massive, big, huge—the whole thing. And uh, but it's one at a time. Got to beat LSU first. I know they've fallen apart, but you got to take care of the LSU Tigers. Uh, our G- our Chris Jans interview will be b- brought to you by Bulldog Burger amazing burgers and and sandwiches and onion rings bulldog burger and ridge on lake harbor we'll be back in a second more fun stuff and uh, blake's got a national day he wants to hit too I want to know from you where you're going to watch the Super Bowl. At your house, how many people? Or someone else's house, how many people? Or a restaurant or bar. I saw where 18 million people consume it. You know, at, at sports bars, um, restaurants. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have places like Bulldog Burger, which is cool, um, to consume the game. But I'd like to know from you on the agup.com text line, At home or away from home? How many people? Super Bowl, 601-885-3776. I know if I do anything, it'll be like drop by somebody's house at three thirty, out of there by four thirty, at my house by four forty five, and then you know. But we'll have started the the cooking process prior to how uh, many people is too many people is the real question. I think anywhere north of six. That's a really low number. Well, I'll have uh, two. Me, it'll be Wendy and I. Yeah. My my daughter is is not coming home this weekend. Um, my son will be somewhere. I don't. I. I there's no telling, and so, you know, it's it's going to be Wendy and I. Now I may lose her as soon as kick. She, Some of that pre-game stuff's kind of fun, you know. You're getting everything ready, um, and and you're getting some food and some beverage. But a few minutes in, she may head back and hit Netflix, and then come back for halftime. Is it mandatory
4: that you be able to consume the commercials when you go to a Super Bowl party? Like, I I I know you're not as big into it, but I know for some people,
3: if they. I'm watching them.
4: Yeah, because you're by yourself. And so, or with winning, and so yeah. like it's easy. I know for some people, they get upset if they go somewhere, and I assume going to a bar or a restaurant would be this way, potentially, where you can't hear the commercials. Or you can't, you know, a lot of people don't like, they don't care about game commentary, but heaven forbid they'd not be able to consume what I guess marketing companies have propped up as this giant event, which is commercials during a football game
3: <laughs> which are
4: overblown but but it's but the most talked about a large audience it's one of the most talked about things every year it is is who's going to have the best people write articles ranking Super
3: Bowl commercials sure nobody reads them but I understand yeah.
4: that I guess people who have real jobs
3: and have to fill time at the office read right no nah, no there's a, we, we talked about this there's a lot of pressure on ad agencies back to have you decided I don't know. I I'm think people at end. parties aren't that locked into anything. Okay, so I don't. I don't think they're they're stopping conversations and and mixing drinks and mm. putting plate food on plates. To I, I think you do catch ten to twenty percent. You know, you net out one. You think it's funny or terrible, right? Um, <laughs> what are where where do you think you're leaning right now as far as watching it? Yeah, are you gonna watch it at home or are you gonna watch it with some friends somewhere else? I'm
4: all up in the air. Okay I don't really want to host anybody. That sounds like that the sounds worst terrible. Option. Yeah. But I do love the comfort of my home. I, I get it. So I'm not sure yet. Right. I don't really know where I would go if I went somewhere. Like that's the problem, is like where do I really want to go? I mean I you've mean. still
3: got a bunch of friends that are either married without kids or single. So you've got some options yeah. there. Um, and I was, but I don't see you going to a restaurant or bar.
4: No, that's definitely not happening. Yeah, Okay. For a multitude of reasons. Right. But the least of which is I'm not
3: going to spend the money. I mean, I had to, you know, first of all, you'd have to Uber and
2: which then you get in happening. all that, you know, I
3: Ubered home last night yeah. from our dinner at Kessler prime, yeah. which was fine, but it's a lot of work. It's just a lot of, I, I, I think I've been in 1500 Uber rides and it's a lot of damn, I have to do this again. But anyway. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not planning on
4: doing anything major for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I do like, like I wouldn't mind going to someone's Super Bowl party till halftime or something like that. But I Ooh, okay. See, I'm not like you. I don't need to, the whole like, I got to get home. Yeah, that I don't care as much, especially because this game is like, for pure entertainment value, I don't really care either way. Like, right. I don't want the Eagles to win. Sure. But like, I'm not going to wake up Monday morning and be like, oh my gosh, my life is over. Yeah, because the Eagles won. Like it, it's football. I'll be okay. Um, so I'd be down to like hang out with some people if I liked the people. That's the catch. You really got to like the people that you're spending the but time. I don't with. think a
3: lot of people think like that socially. I, I mean, I see people that are mega uber social. They just have to hang out with people. Oh, well, I get that. They have codependency issues. I'm Much issues. more.
4: Uh, yeah. uh, go ahead. Well, they have codependency issues. Yeah. Is the thing. I'm not that way yeah so i would want it It would have to be people that i'm comfortable and cool hanging like i'm not going as kind as it is i'm not showing up to someone's super bowl party that i don't know fair enough like i, have I would never do that either no well we had people invite us right oh, and that's oh, oh, very yeah, kind yeah, yeah 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 it's very I get kind
3: it. that was very nice i'm not going if i don't know you i got you okay that's my philosophy Max says i'm watching it at home and anything over six people is too many. Mac is right there with me on the ag up equipment tax line. I love it. All right, we got something else, Blake. Uh, and I want to throw this out to our our Ole Miss Rebels and MSU Bulldogs and Southern Miss Golden Eagles, and and just get some people's thoughts. The SEC baseball has a new rule: ten run rule after seven innings. A ten run rule after seven innings. Now, what do you think about that? Or is it going to take you a little bit of time to digest that and see how it looks over the course of several series or maybe a season? But SEC baseball now has a 10-run rule after seven innings. It's really despicable. Do you think it will affect a win or a loss? Every now and Man, when it's seventeen to seven, after seven, yeah, it, Blake, it's. I think people will try to make much to do about it. Yep. Uh, but Blake, when it's twelve to two, in reality,
4: seven, yeah. What's the comeback percentage? I know Mississippi State blew a game one time to like La Tech or something like that. They were up seven going into the eighth. I could nine. have
3: told our listeners that Blake would have gone. <sighs> that, it's just the that truth. Direction.
4: It's not negative. It's just a factual statement. It's just a factual statement. I'm with you. It feels, on first glance, doesn't it feel kind of gimmicky and hokey, like tournament ball style? It, feel, it That's what it feels like to me. It feels like Vanderbilt's baseball stadium, Cracker Jack. It feels hokey. But then you start diving into it, and you go, how many games really would it affect? You know what it really
3: saves you is bullpen arms. It does. Extra innings, not pitch. And and just the... the you're right. I mean, we're already having way too many injuries because travel ball starts at six, and these kids are playing 70 games a year, and this is going to, again, an orthopedic surgeon's dream. But, I mean, they aren't going away. In fact, I expect them to just continue to increase. So we we have so many arm injuries in the SEC and in baseball today. I, Blake, I expect this to continue on. I like it. I like the...
4: I don't think it will affect any wins and losses. So really. No, and so I, I like the, the idea. I like the idea of, of
3: making it where maybe we save some arms. And, I agree. Yeah. Cause postseason is so much fun and down the stretch is so much fun. And that's what, uh, and we want to see as many players that are good enough to play. Be play. actually in the series that matter. Damn right. Correct. All right. Chris Jans coming up next. Brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Chris Jans will join us. He's on a three—his team. They're on a three-game winning streak, and they host LSU tomorrow night at 8 o'clock in Humphrey Coliseum. How will you—where will you watch the Super Bowl, and how will you consume it? How many people? We need you to go to whiskey61.com and register because we're giving away some really cool stuff this week. Whiskey61.register because that's where you'll have to post to enter to potentially win. Chris Jans next. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's
0: BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah,
3: All right, Mississippi State hosting LSU tomorrow night, 8 o'clock at the Hump. They're on a three game winning streak, monster win over the weekend. And we welcome in head basketball coach for MSU, Chris Jans, year one. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This interview is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, in Startville, and in Tupelo. Good morning, Chris Jans. How are you?
2: Good morning, Bo. I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, man. Congratulations on the three-game winning streak. All the teams are good, but Mizzou has a hell of a basketball team. What did you tell your team after the win Saturday night?
2: Uh, Just to enjoy it. I was to be proud of them. They've handled some ups and downs. Obviously, with wins and losses and everything else that goes into a marathon college basketball season but they were really good all week long in preparation for that game and you never know how the game will unfold but love the tenacity that they showed you know we, we led from start to finish and those are always fun uh seemed to be a little more or less stressful than other games, when you're able to do that, it certainly hasn't happened very often <clears throat> with us, but uh, it was nice to have a game like that. and um, you know, they' stuck together. They really stuck together through some, some tough times and some tough stretches, and I think it says a lot about the quality of people that we have in our room and uh, the resiliency of, of this group that's uh, representing our university so well.
3: Chris Jan's on the out of Bounds show. You make a good point. They could have checked out. You never know with young people. Hell, us as adults can do that. But uh, it was a rough spot. What? What have you put your finger on? What did turn it around this last week plus as you're winning ball games again?
2: I don't necessarily think we. I don't turned it around. I mean, through the whole season, I've told people around me. I've told our team, that we're a good basketball team. And, you know, sometimes final score isn't uh, indicative of that every time, but you've just got to stick together. and I think it says a lot about how they feel about each other. Um, This group likes each other. You know, obviously I'm around them every day and the camaraderie that they've built, the trust that they've built, and each other has been really fun to watch. They're a hard working group and as in, you know, when things get hard it's really easy to start listening to, you know, some noise and some people questioning uh, you know, what the coach is doing, um, you know, what, you should be getting more shots or you should be getting more time or and when you're winning you don't get that very often, but when you start losing it's inevitably human nature for people to give their two cents a little bit more and and that's okay i mean that's just how it works in athletics but when you're in the in the room and you know what's going on you've got to trust you know your teammates and ultimately you got to trust you know your staff and your coaches that they're putting you in the right position and Mm -hmm. and they kept the faith and you know if you were around us every day and saw (laughs) their mental approach to practice they continue to try to work and get better every day and our sell to them was, you know, you have two choices. You know, you can listen to the noise, you can start being, um, you know, a part of the problem, or you can be a part of the solution and, and think long term. I mean, if you're going to be a basketball player for as long as you have your dreams and goals to be one, you're going to have some rough patches and you've got to think, you know, big picture for for just, not just this year, but for yourself. And, things will happen to you. You're going to have adversity and you've got to continue to grind and work and get better. And, um, we've obviously been able to do that for the most part. Talk about,
3: um, some of these players that are starting to, uh, emerge and really, I guess, figure out what you want them to do as far as their role, guys like Tyler Stevenson, but even starters like Shaq Moore and, and Cam Matthews. I mean, you got 22 minutes, 10 points. From, from Stevenson on Saturday, and everyone was valuable. Walk us through that, Coach.
2: Well, first, Tyler Stevenson is, and I just love coaching him. He is so consistent with his everyday approach, and he's obviously very experienced, having played a bunch of college basketball at Southern Miss and had good numbers. And then he came here, and it's almost as if He tried too hard. He wanted to do so well, and he's so coachable, and he put a lot of pressure on himself, in my opinion. And now the game has slowed down for him a little bit, and certainly there was a jump in uh, levels that he had to get used to on a daily basis, not only just in practice, but obviously in the SEC games. And now he's gotten more comfortable, and he's able to get his game on the court, and be productive for us. And I just love seeing uh, him produce and, and be excited. I love when he shows that positive emotion because he's worked so hard at his game and it means so much to him. And I'm just really happy for him. And he's a, been a big shot in the arm for us. And you mentioned Zach Moore, you know, he's had some injuries that have slowed him down. Um, but again, he's just starting to get more comfortable, I think. And, We've encouraged him to shoot the ball more. He's got this beautiful shot fake, and I've joked with others about it. It's like, like this toy that he received, and he got it at Christmas, and it's wore out by the New Year because he just goes to it so much, and it's, it's, it's he loves it, and it's really good, and it's it's he gets everybody on it. But I think he needs to be more aggressive with shooting the basketball, and he's turning down some, some shots. And now he's taking those shots. And certainly when you make those shots, your confidence soars and your, your teammates' confidence in him soars. And um, so he's become a scorer for us, and he needs to continue to do that. But, you know, his, his value is on both ends of the floor. I mean, he's a terrific defender. He's a disruptor. You know, he he gets steals, he gets hands on balls for steals for others, and he ignites from defense to offense, which we really need and rely on. And then Cam Matthews is just our emotional warrior. Yeah, He's a leader for us on and off the court. Um, You know, he's got to play with his hair on fire uh, all the time. You know, he doesn't shoot the ball from three. Um, He he has shown the ability to do it in practice for whatever reason and hasn't transferred on the court yet. But he knows that. And so, you know, he's picking his spots. He's um, just so valuable. I mean, he's become a, a decision-maker for us. He's one of our better defenders. He's a tough guy. I've said, you know, about our emotional leader. And um, he's just fun to coach. You know, he's a guy that you love having on your side. You know, you hate playing against him, but you love having him on your side.
3: Yeah, he is fun to watch. I mean, it's unbelievable. Matthews, Davis, and Moore – you got eight steals from them on Saturday against Mizzou. That's, that's incredible. Chris Jans, uh, head basketball coach at MSU, three-game winning streak. They host the LSU Tigers tomorrow night, 8 o'clock at the Hump. And Coach Jans joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. You mentioned practice and preparation earlier in the interview. Y'all played a ton of games. You've had a bunch of practices. At this point during the year, Chris, how do, how do you balance Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday? You're playing so much. So how do you balance, you know, hour and a half, two, two and a half hour practices on their feet, off
2: their feet? How do you and your staff balance that? That's a good question, and I think everybody does it a little bit different. I think it depends on, first, is when you play. When you play Saturday, Tuesday, then Sunday's a working day for everybody. You've got to. You know, get together. It's usually later, late afternoon or early evening, depending on when the game finished on Saturday. And um, but if you play Wednesday, Saturday, then Sunday's your day off. If you play Saturday, Tuesday, then Wednesday is your day off. So that that kind of um, you know gets you set up for the week in terms of how long you practice, and more importantly, how physical practice is like. Mm-hmm we'll have days after games where we'll dress out and we'll get on the court, but we won't have any physicality to our practice and we'll do a lot of walking through. We'll do a lot of five on zero. We'll do a lot of shooting. Um, And then we'll work at some guys out that maybe don't play as many minutes or didn't get in the game and need to keep their cardio and need to keep their game tight. Um, So it really depends upon the day and what's going on and when you play next. But, we we'll only have probably two or three days a week where um, we're having physical practices and we're really banging on one another and competing at a high level. Because when you get into February, you've got to be thinking about how long the season is. You know, the most important thing is to have them feeling good on game day, uh, having them fresh and energized. And um, it's just a balancing act. And you've got to, you know, have a feel for your team of, of where they're at. Like yesterday, we were off Sunday. And we got after them pretty good. You know, we went by an hour and 40 minutes, and it was Uh, real physical. And we ran them quite a bit because it's probably the only day this week where, you know, it's going to be that type of practice. And I felt like we had to get, you know, um, some cardio done and some some good work done. But um, definitely practice slows down in terms of the amount and the amount of physicality to it as the season progresses.
3: Talk about the fans at the Hump. You got another big game tomorrow night. Uh, what that means to, to your team as far as the energy and juice in the building, coach?
2: Hey, I've just been super impressed with it all year long. Didn't know what to expect, obviously not from these parts and never coached in the league. I had just heard from others that I've been through here, either as uh, the home staff or a visiting staff or what it was like. But, um, Like most places, you know, it picked up once we got into SEC play, and it's been a huge advantage for us. You know, there's been times when I've walked out there when we weren't winning at the level that we all want to, and I couldn't believe how many people were in the seats. I I couldn't believe uh, the student sections. They've been consistent all year long. Um, We've developed a relationship with, with those students and that, um, fan base that we so need and certainly we want everyone to come out and support but for me it's the students that what we've targeted um, it just creates a different vibe in the building for everybody um, I would imagine you know everyone would admit that at some point that when the students are rocking um, everybody tends to get a little more excited and no get doubt. off their feet and join the fun and um, it, it's been awesome um, uh, it's an electric place I uh, you know we've had Uh, two or three sellouts already. Uh, We're looking forward to the four games we have left. I know tomorrow is a late start, 8 p.m. I'm I'm hoping that some parents will let their kids to help a little bit later (laughs) than than normal, and I understand how that works. Hopefully I don't think that will bother the students uh, having a late start. Um, But it's been awesome. I've been super impressed uh, with, with the vibe and the rhythm and the feel. And even just the number of people that continue to come out and support this basketball team.
3: Chris Jans on the out of bounds show. Last one, Coach. I know uh I know Coach Miller, Anwar, Brooks, all very, very valuable to your program. But I've had more people ask me about Scott Padgett because he played at Kentucky, eight year NBA vet, and he's on your staff too. Um, assistant to the head coach. And uh he's also very active on the sidelines. How did y'all how did y'all connect, Chris?
2: You know, um, I didn't know Scott Paget. Obviously knew him by name, knew him from the business. But in the end of the day, you know, I had told some people around me what I was looking for and got a plethora of names from, you know, people that I know um, to start that process. And in the end, you know, a guy that I've known for 20 years, Uh, knew Scott very well and highly recommended him and knew what I was looking for and knew me and, and, you know, how we go about doing business. And so in the end, that, that's kind of how it worked out. Um, We had some conversations, uh, did some more research and there were obviously other candidates, but I felt like he was the best fit. And um, fortunately, you know, we, we were both right. Um, He probably did his own research and, Um, didn't have to take this job and had other things going on and actually had a, a, he had a job. I mean, he was a full-time assistant at Manhattan when he chose to to make the jump and um, just thrilled that he's with us. Um, He brings so much to the table. You know, one, just the history of him and his experience in the SEC as a player winning a national championship, winning SEC championships, and then having played in the NBA for nine years. I mean, that certainly helps in recruiting. It helps with our current players. Um, and then from a coaching standpoint, you know, he's been there, done that. You know, he's been a head coach for a number of seasons at Sanford, so he knows what it feels like to be in that chair. And uh, he's been invaluable, and we've got to know each other better and better and uh, continue to rely on him more and more as the season unfolds. That's a cool story.
3: Chris Jans. Uh, his team will host LSU tomorrow night at the Hump at 8 o'clock. And they're looking for uh, another W as they have been on a roll the last week and a half. Coach, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. We'll catch up
2: soon. See you soon, Bo. Appreciate it, man. Hill State. Chris
3: Jans on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line hosting the LSU Tigers tomorrow night. That interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Startville, and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. A great place to watch the game or pregame or postgame or just grab lunch uh, or dinner anytime. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We appreciate Coach Jan stopping by. And that was one of the first... That's one of the first questions Steve Azar asked me when we were at the Tennessee game, and he he said, "I know who that is, but I can't remember his name." I said, "It's Scott Padgett. He played at Kentucky on some unbelievable Kentucky teams, and then went on to have a uh, an eight year NBA career. and And look, man, I mean, he's tall and so on, but he's very active on the sideline. He is not one of, as Chris Jans just told us. You know, guys has been with him for five, six, seven years, but highly respected in the industry, and it sure looks like uh, Jan's made a good call with with that hire. So that's kind of cool. Scott Paget, y'all remember him at Hey Big Blue Nation? He played at Kentucky, and he played with John Wall and some dudes. Ooh, well. You know, um, I mean they had they had some teams for sure. So that was cool to see. Um, All right. Blake Scott, uh, good show today. As we, Mike D'Attelier took us down the Super Bowl road and the Sean Payton, Drew Brees, That's right. uh, how they worked together for so long and what this could look like with Russell Wilson. Uh, of course, the Saints still have a question mark at QB um, this offseason. We'll see how and if they can address this. They do have a first round pick now, it is something to keep in mind. In Kansas City. it Well, depending on what they do with it. They have a first-round pick right now. That's right. They could always move up. Maybe they identify a QB that they want it like 23 instead of 29, yeah. 23, 21. Anthony Richardson, baby. Okay. And um, we'll see how that looks. We got the Super Bowl, the menu, how you're going to watch it, where you watch it, how you consume it. Uh, I'd love to know like what the average get together is around the country coast to coast. Is it eight, 10, or 12? Um, I would think it's gonna land somewhere in there. Probably on the 10 mark, eight to 12 people getting together um, for the for the Super Bowl. Blake wants to have like 30, 40 people over, so feel free to text the Up equipment text line, 601-885-3776. I do wanna switch gears to some food. It's National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. And when you land on some really, really good fettuccine Alfredo, and whether they throw some chicken on it or, you know, some scallops or some shrimp or whatever it is, or or maybe, you know, some bacon with something that I just referenced. But when somebody nails fettuccine Alfredo, it is divine and amazing. Blake, do you like fettuccine Alfredo? It's my
4: favorite pasta. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's my go-to for sure. Do you, I don't, I also like
4: pure, I don't need meat in my fettuccine alfredo. Oh, I don't have to have I it, just but like I'm okay a, with it. I just like a nice traditional fettuccine. Oh. A little shape, Fresh parm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Now. Anything the, else? Some the fresh, fresh real, tomatoes? No? No, I don't, I'm not a. You don't even like tomatoes. I like tomato products. I'm not a huge fan on tomatoes. Let's take those out. Um, I will eat like a bolognese, which has tomatoes Love in it, Love bolognese. Um, the Love real the bolognese. real key to setting apart a high-end pasta dish to me and this is where the Italians understand and we as Americans just still fall behind Swing and miss. in culinary institutes but uh you got to top it with some like delicious olive oil just a little drizzle on top okay. of the pasta and it just cha- I mean it just elevates everything
3: I agree with you there just elevates um pair it with you know yeah. You can go any direction on that pairing.
4: Yeah, it's like Stetson Bennett at Georgia. It just brings things to the forefront.
3: Wow. I didn't know you were going to go there. You think he there.
4: puts ranch dressing on his pasta? Because I could see that.
3: Yeah, I don't think. And probably on his burger. Um, So, fettuccine Alfredo. Let's go back. See, I do like it with some good grilled chicken on it, shrimp. You know. Yeah. There's all... there's Now, also, guess what else? A, a little... I can go regular like you. Now I don't want it drenched in the sauce. This is this is where it goes back to your hang
4: up. You have a I don't know what the right word is it. is not the right word, but you have a you just have a thing about sauce. You I don't know what the right I, I don't I don't is. want
3: it swimming like if I get a bowl of fettuccine alfredo at a restaurant.
4: Yeah. Do you ask them to put the... You don't ask for the Alfredo on the side. No, but do I do
3: say light on the sauce. Now, okay. last night, I ordered the, the ribeye dry, and you actually went that way too. So I've done that
4: before, and I forget about, I forget to say that. Yeah. Because
3: I don't Jew
4: my plate when I make a steak at my house. Right. So I just didn't think about it. Right. And there's only a couple places that do that. Not everybody does. I mean... I don't think there's a right or wrong way. It's no. preference, but there's not not every steakhouse does that. So. Right.
3: Um, Most of them that do it don't do it at the level that we're referencing. Yeah,
4: that's, that doesn't, au jus doesn't bother me as much. Like, I wouldn't have not eaten it or anything if it had more juice on the place. The pasta thing, I, I don't want it soupy, but I do want a substantial, like, I want it to be well-coated. Okay. I need my pasta dressed more than my salad.
3: Okay. For sure. Interesting. It would be your your idea would be too much for me. Salad light dressing, I'm with you. I'm I'm yes. Most places because
4: it can get very wet. The the
3: the only problem is the Caesars. There there are people who sling wonderful Caesar salads, but for whatever reason, oh I know. In the kitchen they just go crazy. It's because of environment. Where
4: are you? Look at look at your environment. Everybody around here sauce. I mean. We've talked about this. So
3: I do better with everything. the, when when you and I go hit Salad Mookie's and we get the slice of pizza and Caesar salad yeah. lunch special because they drop it usually in like three or four minutes. Yeah, it's so fast. Uh, they do the Caesar on the side, and I get to control it, and it is fabulous. <laughs> what a diva. Yeah. I yeah. get
4: it. I get it. No, I, I'm, I, now all like, I'm probably going to have to go to Enzo's later and get fettuccine.
3: I was there for lunch yesterday. I did the two meatballs and Caesar salad. Uh, Met Todd Sanders with Superior Foundation, and we had a hell of a time. Mm. Yeah. They have good fettuccine there. They do. They do. And the meat, they've got these new little lunch specials, and it's easy. It was out in, like, less than two two minutes, two meatballs, and a Caesar salad. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. The red sauce was really, really good. Um, Enjoy lunch today at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Or uh, B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison or Brandon. And maybe a little dinner tonight at uh, Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Thanks for listening to the show. And uh, we will have a give. We've got several giveaways this week, but you got to register. Go to whiskey61.com. That's where we're going to run it, just like two weeks ago. Whiskey61.com.
0: See you. that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Number 26. prohibited by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details